You're listening to insuranceradio.com. We sit down for personal conversations with the top insurance and financial advisors, executives, and regulators. Listen in to learn more about their ideas and personal stories at insuranceradio.com. This podcast is brought to you by AD Banker and Company, an approved CE education provider for nearly every insurance and financial advisory firm in the U.S. When your next CE deadline rolls around, click on adbanker.com. If you don't see our name on your preferred provider list, call your home office and ask them to add us, adbanker.com. I'd like to welcome to our program today, Troy Korsgaden, who is one of the insurance industry's most respected consultants and a highly sought-after speaker. For more than 20 years, he has been motivating and educating agency and carrier audiences ranging in size from only a few hundred to over thousands. Mr. Korsgaden is the founder of Korsgaden International, a leading insurance carrier consulting firm. He is also the author of many insurance agency how-to books, including Specialization, the Master Key to Agency Transformation. Please welcome Troy Korsgaden. Troy, thank you for dialing in to visit with us again today. Hey, thanks, Dennis. It's an honor to be here with you again. Say, I appreciate you sending me uh, a copy of uh, your book, uh, Specialization, the Master Key to Agency Transformation. Uh, what is your definition? I want to ask you a few questions about it uh, so I understand a little bit better. What is your definition of specialization within an insurance agency? Specialization uh, is when somebody is an expert at one specific line of insurance. Uh, Most agencies are generalist agencies, so when they hire somebody, they hire them to learn everything, auto, fire, life, commercial, whatever the product lines are in the agency. Under specialization, they become an expert at one thing, but they learn how to talk the talk on the other products, but they don't learn how to underwrite, rate, do all the things behind the scenes. So they they wait on the client on all products, but they just don't have the expertise in each line. They just know how to talk about each line. You know, what uh, what led, uh, what circumstances in your agency, because, you know, you're a, a renowned uh, speaker and uh, and uh, an author, but you also have a very successful agency that you've run uh, with your sister there in Visalia. What led to the implementation or your realization that you needed to specialize in your own agency? Yeah, part of it, I got to be honest with you, is luck and blessings. Uh, I have one trait that I don't admire in myself, and that is I have a slight bit of ADD. I I can't stay on one subject for too long. And so training is a hard thing for me one-on-one. Now, when I go out and talk to a group of 200 or I talk to a group of 3,000 like I will be in March, those groups, I can talk great to them because I can talk about a lot of different things. And But it's not the same as one-on-one training, right? One-on-one training is a totally different animal. So when I started hiring employees, I thought, well, I can only keep my attention so long, so I'm going to keep it to one subject. So out of luck, I literally started hiring people and training them how to do one thing, and I realized they learned faster. Because when you give somebody 10 things to learn, it takes a long time for them to learn. And so out of that, I became more productive and more profitable as an agency because I could go to them eventually and say, hey, I don't know how to underwrite this. Can you help me with it? And they know because they don't have to learn 10 things. They just learned a lot faster. And then there was an evolution after that, which I'll talk about as we talk. 
You know, it's uh, what's the mindset or what advice would you give to an agent who's uh, deciding to make this transition from generalist to specialist? Uh, what's their mindset or their motivation that uh, that needs to take place? Yeah, there does need to be a mindset, Dennis. You're spot on. You know, uh, most agencies want to be specialist agencies, but number one, they get resistance from their current staff, right, because the staff doesn't understand. So the first mindset you have to have is as a team, because it's not about me being the agent. It's about Sharon and I having a team of people that all agree that what we're doing is the right thing. So I go out and talk every week to different groups around the country and even outside of the U.S., and as I talk to these folks, I tell them, first thing is to go back to your current staff, whether it's one or five or ten, it doesn't matter, and you sit them down not one time, but three different times to explain why specialization. And I go through a list of why, because if you give somebody enough reasons, they'll do anything, right? And so we've got to give them the reasons, but it's got to sink in. So we have three different times that we meet with them, why specialization? And there are a lot of reasons to do it for the staff, not just for me, not just for the agency, but it makes the staff's lives easier also. You know, what do you do uh, if you uh, run into, I mean, you've got new people that you're hiring regularly, but what do you do if you've got some veterans that are within your agency and they've been there already, they're experienced and they're doing pretty well at the multi-line approach that they've been taking? Uh, What if you get some resistance, this whole new idea of specialization? Yeah, that comes up, Dennis, all the time. In fact, it came up this week. I was traveling, and I always open up my talks. It's just constant Q&A no matter what I'm talking about. I let them raise their hands and ask me. And, Dennis, that is one of the biggest questions that comes up. How do I deal with the person who just is really fighting me every step of the way? And that's hard. You know, I've had Tom or Sally working for me for 15 years. They do a great job. The clients love them. But here's how I explain it to Tom and Sally. Hey, guys. Business is changing. The world is changing. What we did yesterday just doesn't work in the future. And under specialization, we have a better chance of growing year over year than we do just doing it the old way. And whether it's Montgomery Wards, uh, whether it's Bear Stearns, whatever companies that have come and gone that you would have never thought would have left the business world, we, we can't sit on our laurels. We've got to make sure that we change too. And so I, I do my best to try to convince a person that works for me that specialization is the way, but if they won't do it, I owe it to my other staff, I owe it to my family, I owe it to my company to be the most profitable and best that I can be, and sometimes I have to split ways with people, and that's okay. I do it in a humane way. I help them find a place that is more active in the way they do business, and uh, sometimes it just doesn't mean they're going to stay. You know, People today change their jobs more than they ever have, and that's part of my whole program is making sure that we can replace the person if we have to. I don't want to replace a 15-year veteran working for me, but I also recognize that the business has got to change constantly. You know, let me kind of pull our listeners into your – they're sitting in the agency and they're looking at their staff and they're trying to go through this process of deciding uh, how to break up the responsibility. How, how have you decided uh, to approach this in terms of deciding uh, which product line to have each person specialize in or, or which one to develop first? what I tell the agents and, and key staff that come to my seminars, and we have them every week out around the country and outside of the U.S., I tell it the same way. It doesn't matter whether I'm in the Bahamas or whether I'm in Canada or whether I'm in the U.S. where I'm the biggest. I talk to them really frankly about how I do it in my agency and how I've seen other agents do it. Number one, 
your current staff is not going to convert to be a specialist overnight. You're, you tell them, you're not going to be a specialist. I've invested a lot of money in the total knowledge that you have, and it would be idiotic for me to throw that away when I already trained you in time and money to be an expert at a whole bunch of things. However, the next person we hire, the next hire, is going to be a specialist. That's going to take a weight off of your shoulders. You're, maybe it's an auto specialist. Now, can you picture a world where you get information on auto and you hand it over to a specialist and they quote it for you and give it back to you and all you had to do was present it? And then when you got the check and the signature, all you had to do was hand back the check and the signature and the specialist keyed it into the computer and make sure the policy got issued? Wouldn't that make your life easier? And the current staff goes, yeah, because that's just one little pebble on their shoulder, right? But they got hundreds of pebbles on their shoulders. That's a rock. So every time we hire a new specialist, it takes some of those pebbles off their shoulder, and they can do what they do best, and that's people work. So they don't ever get rid of paperwork or computer work, but they have less and less, and their focus becomes the customer because that's what it's all about. You know, we used to preach specialization years ago, and today we're here. you got to be there because it's about the customer and what they want, not what the agent wants or the company wants. We have to do business the customer's way. You know, I, I found uh, in your book uh, a special form uh, where you had uh, written out the expectations of what each sales associate must accomplish within the first six months of joining your agency. And then right. uh, it looks like you have them sign it? Yeah. It, you, know, you can call that, a lot of people will call that a letter of understanding. It's not a contract. You know, I don't hold them to a contract, but I want to be able to go to them and just go, you know, when I hired you, this is what we agreed to, and I was really specific on what my expectation was for you. And if you're an agent in Little Rock or you're an agent in New York, it's going to be different than by, say, California, right, your expectation. However, it should be very simple, and everything that you see, whether it's a job description or an expectation just in general, I like us both to sign it so we can say, hey, we talked about this. But we don't, we don't look at it a year later or two years later or three years down the road. We're constantly pulling it out. We agreed to this. Do we need to add something here? Or maybe things have changed and we need to remove something here? So the employee throughout their career has an opportunity to participate in creating their own job description. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know we, we all hire people with the intention or hope that we've selected the right person, that they're going to be sure. a good fit, they're going to be successful and be with us forever. But inevitably, uh, you know, we find ourselves where we have turnover within our specialists. And it, would, and it would seem to me that people might look at this and say, well, as a generalist, then I can pick up and absorb the slack when I have turnover. You know, how do you, if you move towards this specialization approach, uh, how do you be sure that your business carries on with minimal, minimal interruptions if you have turnover? Yeah. So it's actually the opposite. It's easier to hire a specialist than it is a generalist. Because when you have a generalist that you hire, you're basically beholden to them because they know so much, right? But if I have somebody in auto, I can hire a new auto person immediately because I've got a scouting recruiting book. I'm out scouting for people all the time. So I replace that person, right? And then I start training them, and I can train them fast the way that I want them to be trained. That's why I like to hire people, if possible, with no experience at all. I train them my way, and they know how to ask the questions. They know how to enter the information. They know how to underwrite very quickly. And if I'm replacing a generalist, now, man, I'm replacing a whole big piece of the business. So specialization actually is easier to replace than a generalist employee. 
You know, let me ask you a question, though. But how does your customer? How do your customers react to this? Uh, uh, you know, I don't suppose that when they have a problem, they call in, they want to talk to a staff member. Uh, they don't care how you're organized. They just want an answer to their question and help somebody have somebody clear up their problem. How does uh, specialization impact your customer communications? Yeah, great. Yeah. You know, when a customer comes in for a review or they come in uh, to just make a payment or whatnot, I always try to hold them by the hand and take them around and go, hey, let me introduce you or reintroduce you to Wiki. Uh, Wiki is an expert here on our database and the ways to contact customers. And she has the same license that I do. Many of our customers bypass me altogether when they want to update the file because they know she's smarter than me. You have my permission to contact her directly. Now, I want to introduce you also to Tammy. Tammy's been with us for over 15, 20 years, and she's our claims expert. She has the same license I do. Many of our customers go right to her when they have a claim because they know she's smarter than me. You have my permission to contact her directly. Now, what I'm saying here is, you see her face, and most people want to come to the agent all the time. This is really can change an agent's career. And so what happens is the agent gets all the calls through the funnel and then has to funnel them down. I'm not saying don't call me. I'm just saying this person has the same license. You've seen their face. You've shaken their hand. And you have my permission to call them. And that reason, they don't call me as much anymore. Now, I'll take a call from somebody paying 300 a year or 300000 doesn't matter to me. But if I have to get every call, I don't have enough time in the day, whether I have a thousand policies or ten thousand, right? So, when I lose somebody, it's not a gaping hole because they know there's other people in the building, right? And I've found that even the most important people, I kid about myself, if I drop out of the sky in the plane, which is a bummer for everybody else on the plane, but if I drop out of the sky, Nobody's going to remember me two or three years from now. And I'm a great guy. I'm a great agent. And I help people out. But the reality is Sharon's going to be there. You know, Wiki, Mike, Shelly, they're all going to be there. And so I've not created a team just to say I have a team. I want the client to know there's a lot of professionals in here that they can deal with. It, it, Troy, it's been great to visit with you today, and uh, this has really been interesting. And, uh, and I'm sure uh, many of our listeners have given them a perspective they hadn't really stopped to think about before. If an agency owner would like to uh, pick up a copy of Specialization, uh, the master key to agency transformation, and find some ideas that might help them grow their agency, what would be the best way for them to go pick up a copy? Sure. If they go onto my website, coresgaden.com, that's K-O-R-S-G-A-D-E-N.com, they can download it, and it'll be right on their iPad or Kindle or whatever unit they use to read on. It's very simple. Troy, it's been great to have you on the program today. I really enjoyed our visit. Thank you, Dennis. Have an awesome day. Oh, hi. You're still listening. Well, here at Insurance Radio, we love having personal conversations with the most successful executives and regulators in the financial industry. If you know an individual who you think would be a great guest for our program, you can find our email and phone number at our website, insuranceradio.com.